Vermont Viewpoint is a public affairs program produced and funded by WDEV and the Radio Vermont Group. We welcome listener feedback. Email your comments to vtviewpoint at radiovermont.com. Good morning, everyone. This is Pat McDonald, your host for Vermont Viewpoint on WDEV. Um, this morning I have uh, I've had Sarah Monroe, who's the Vermont Community Navigator Program Coordinator for the SBA, it's supposed to be on from 9 to 9.30. Sarah's not called in yet, but I can talk about her program and what we're, we wanted to talk about this morning. For the second half hour, I have got um, uh, Tracy Lewis, who's with the Barry Partnership, and she's going to talk about the Barry Heritage Festival. Um, and then from, not, from 10 to 11, I have Bob Nelson, who's the owner of Nelson Ace Hardware. I went in there the other day, and he is up and running for business. What? A story he's got to tell about the flood, as do many other people. But that's the show for the, today. And let me just jump in um, with the SBA workshop. This um, Saturday, September 30th, uh, they have a workshop that they're calling North by Northwest, Navigating Your Small Business. And it's being held at the Vermont State University on Admin Drive in Randolph Center. And um, they provided on this um sheet that they gave me, uh, information about the number of small businesses in Vermont, and I was floored. Uh, there's nearly 80,000 small businesses in Vermont. 61,921 of those are one-person businesses. That was the number that surprised me. I had no idea we had so many single-person businesses, the sole entrepreneur, and thousands more of that number are two to three people um, businesses. And this workshop is geared primarily for one to three people businesses. So it's perfect when we say small business. We are not kidding. Um, you have to register um, with the SBA, and there's workshops um, all morning. It goes from 8 to, I guess, about 3 o'clock or so. Um, and it's hosted by the Community Navigator Pilot Program, which um, Sarah is the coordinator for. Uh, money comes from um, the uh, from the feds and from other sources. Um, if you want to go to this event, please call uh, the SBA and uh, talk to Sarah Monroe. So I'm going to go through some of these courses because um, if I had the time, I would actually go to one of them. They are amazing. Um, so the day it's going to talk about workshops and funding, marketing, and legal workshops. And then networking with small business resources, uh, lunchtime table talks, and then keynote speakers at the beginning and the end of the day. Um, so it's uh, chock full, and uh, you and the workshops repeat each other like many um, conferences do. So that if you have more than one you want to go to, you can go to in the morning and then at night. Um, and let me just talk about um, the morning workshops. The first one is choosing the right legal structure for your business. And there are so many choices. Um, I created an LLC at one point in my life. And it's really important to understand what LLC means or what a, a, a sole entrepreneur I means. There's so many different ways to, um, to call your business. And it's very important legally. Um, so uh, the first one, as I said, is about the legal structure. And they're going to have uh, the Vermont Law and Graduate School team is going to come in and talk about the legal structure. 
and um, think it's very important to understand that. The second one, which is which is like something you got to really think about, understanding business insurance. Um, from the way the description reads, I guess there's quite a bit of difference between business and personal. Um, and they talk about the types of business insurance and how to assess your insurance needs because I was talking to a lot of people, Bob Nelson, who's going to be on the show from 10 to 11. He had insurance, but it didn't cover a lot of stuff that um, – a lot of damage that he had from the flood. And that happened to a lot of businesses. So you really need to understand what kind of insurance you have and what you might possibly need that you're not expecting, like a flood. Um, so then there's another workshop. It's talking about the types of capital providers and business planning for Capital 101. In other words, um, how can you fund your business and maybe you can... Um, uh, be in a position um, to um, to have capital and to be able to use it effectively, loan capital, um, different types of capital that are available. And Vermont has a lot of, especially the SBA, has a lot of resources for, um, uh, for getting capital and for support. And then another one that's very important is to grow and maintain your social media marketing. Social media these days is just so important and you have to know how to use it. You have to know what to say. Um, you know that old kiss theory, keep it simple, um, so that you get the attention of the reader. And uh, Daniel McGlynn is going to be um, doing leading that program. And the write-up sounds really excellent, and she'll share some hands-on experience and provide you uh, with information and tools you'll need to um, effectively use social media. And there are... I mean, I only use Facebook, but you know, there's all kinds of uh, all kinds of ways to use to use media, different venues, videos, YouTube, um, blogs. I mean, it goes on forever. And there's another workshop that's called Mental Focus for Entrepreneurs, and it really shows you about how to keep focused, how to make the best use of your time, keep your brain in the game. Um, even when things are a little stressful, and I'm assuming that all of Barry used the brain in the game um, and Montpelier and all of Vermont um, with this latest, speaking of stress, I can't imagine. I'm, I'm very eager to talk to, to Bob when he gets on. Like, I can't imagine the stress people must be going through. there. And, I, and people need to remember that this is not going away anytime soon just because the, the city looks good now, Barry and Montpelier. Behind the scenes, it's still pretty bad. Um, and so this um, workshop on stress is, um, it's, it just really looks very interesting because if you can control it while you're under stress, that's my problem. Once you get stressed, it just keeps going and it's hard to put a stop to it. Um, but Okay, is Sarah's joining us? Sarah? Yes, hello. Hello, how are you? I've been blabbing I'm away. Good. How so, are you? Um, I have to tell you what we were talking about. Um, I was just going through the schedule of the um, of the event because I wish I wish I could actually go to one of these. I like the one we were just talking about about how to control your stress and how to maybe make it to, uh, put it to your use. But anyway, Sarah, welcome to the show. Yes. Um, could you talk a little bit, we're going to back up a little bit, uh, talk about the Community Navigator Program that you coordinate 
and that is sponsoring this event? Sure, sure. Well, Community Navigator Pilot Program is funded in part by the U.S. Small Business Administration, and it was started a few years ago um, in response to seeing how many businesses were disconnected um, from services, um, especially business owners who identify as black, indigenous people of color, women, veterans, and those in our most rural communities. And so the Vermont Small Business Development Center, got to give some credit to um, our state director, Linda Rossi, pulled together nine other organizations um, to work together to bring their skill sets to Vermont small businesses and really have concerted effort to reach those folks who've traditionally been disconnected. Um, and we started that in December of 2021. It's a two-year program. And over the course of the last year and a half, We've talked about how one of the biggest groups of business owners that are disconnected or underserved in this ecosystem of, of support that we have in Vermont um, tend to be the smallest of the small businesses. So we're talking about um, businesses that have two or three people and especially the sole proprietors or solopreneurs as we like to call them. Um, out of the 80,000 businesses in Vermont, more than 60,000 have one person, and that's the sole proprietor. So we've really created this day for them and um, to reach the folks that we've been working with for the last year and a half in Community Navigator. And you would think those, those sole uh, proprietors, they really would need to connect with others because they're by themselves and don't have anybody to bat ideas off of or or, you know, get the ideas from others on what to do with their business. And I was surprised at that number. I read it off of uh, mm -hmm. one of your documents you sent me. Uh, 60, that's, that's a lot of businesses for small proprietors. I, I was surprised. It's, I knew we had a lot, but I was surprised it was that high. You know, we. I was a sole proprietor before coming to this position as well, and we are hidden everywhere. Um, lots of folks who start small businesses as side hustles. Um, a lot of folks during the pandemic started businesses for themselves because they um, they lost their jobs or the jobs that they had just weren't working with the family commitments, and they've kept that going. Um, I don't have the number off the top of my head, but there is a very large percentage of businesses that were started in the last three years, um, wow. and that's all due to people deciding to um, create a business on their own terms, and that's you why know, um, we put together. I'm sorry, the last yes. three years included COVID, and I'm, I was surprised when people would open up a business in the midst of COVID, and the one or two that I know of are, are successful and they're still going. So they must have had mm -hmm. some kind of trick to figure out how to open up in the midst of a pandemic. Yes, there is that spirit to keep going and to find ways to make to make a living, right? Um, yeah, and I really. also want to point out that there are there are a lot of businesses that we've seen, new restaurants, new storefronts, um, new, more visible businesses, but we're also talking about a lot of people who started things like accounting firms and yeah. um, social media marketing consultancies, and, um, you know, you, you run the gamut. Lots of folks who have turned um, some farmland into a thriving business as well. I have to immediately correct an error I just made going into the break. I'm sure Sarah's going, no, 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 the 
the conference is on the 30th, which is next Saturday, not this Saturday. So it's the yes. yes. Sorry about that, Sarah. <laughs> the minute it not came a out problem. of my mouth, I went, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do? Sorry. I wasn't looking at my notes. Um, but anyway, can you just answer me one question? The address, where is this conference being held? I know it's in Randolph, um, and it's mm-hmm. got the um, – is it in the VTC uh, complex? Yes. So Vermont State University's Randolph campus, um, formerly Vermont Tech. Um, the Most of the main stage things are happening in a building called Judd Hall, and we'll have signage up so that people can find their way. And we're encouraging people, you know, we, we start, registration will open at 8 a.m., um, and our first keynote will be a Vermont poet, Rajni Eddins. Um, but if people can't make it there early, we're saying come when you can. Spend as much time as you can that day. If you can be there from beginning to end, we'd love to have you there. Um, if you can come late later, um, our morning workshops are being repeated, so you won't miss your your favorite topic, and you can certainly um, enjoy all of the afternoon activities. And if you can only come for the afternoon, that's fine, too. Uh, we'd love to have everyone um, come as they are and come when they can to learn um, to learn and rise together. Great. Good for it. Now, is, there's no cost to this, correct? It, there is no cost. The Community okay. Navigator pilot program is um, covering the cost of these, and then we have some fantastic sponsors, and, and including many of the banks that we know and love around Vermont who are helping us out, Community National Bank, Mascoma Bank, M&T Bank, um, and then we have some other local banks like Brattleboro Savings, um, KeyBank is sponsoring as well, and then we have the Vermont Women's Fund, the Alchemist Foundation, and the Vermont Agencies of Economic Development and Agency of Transportation. What a great list. That's wonderful. Don't you ever notice it's always the same, the same group, thank God, that sponsors so many things for <laughs> great community members. They really should yeah. recognize them on a regular basis. They're, they're great. So um, I, I know we of, really appreciate their support. Oh, it's incredible what they do for us. I love this this one. I love. I should attend this one. It says, "What your 81 year old self wants you to know about your future." Since I'm 80, Sarah, that gives me uh, <laughs> a year to think. <laughs> you have a year to catch up, right? Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. You know, Sarah Kerminsky is the speaker for that workshop, and um, she's getting well. I think she's known pretty well you know, south of Route Four, um, but she's a fiduciary, and those are that's a different kind of financial advising and financial planning. Um, and she's been hosting a podcast over, I want to say, the last two years, maybe, maybe yeah. even longer, um, about entrepreneurship in Vermont. So she's really well geared. Um, to present that. Um, I also heard you talking about the productivity workshop and just wanted to, to mention Porter Knight, who's presenting that. Um, Porter usually works with very large companies and big exec- and executive teams over a long period of time. For the, so for a sole proprietor to get the, this 45 minutes of workshop with Porter is, is quite a gift, and we're really grateful to all of the workshop presenters who are um, – who are giving so much of their time and expertise to this event. That's wonderful. Who is your keynote speaker at the end? You spoke about um, our poet, which I think would be a great way to begin the day. Just get your mind yes. there. Who is the uh, afternoon keynote speaker? 
So the afternoon keynote speaker is someone named Troy Sandage. Um, he has he has one of the top 100 podcasts about business and business strategy. Um, he's an author of a book called Strategize Up. And the reason why he wrote that book and has really been um, moving more into consultancy around business strategy is because as a black American, he wasn't seeing business writing and business strategy resonating with him um, as a person of his generation and um, as a BIPOC business owner, he wanted to write something that um, spoke to him and the people that he's known over the years. And I have to say, I'm a big fan of Troy. I've read his book. Um, I've seen him present a few times, and I'm really excited that Vermonters will have a chance to hear from him and meet him. He's going to be there the whole day um, networking with folks and sharing his expertise. Um, so we're really lucky to, to be able to bring him to Vermont. That's great. Um, I was looking at the afternoon list of workshops, and, um, and they talk a lot. You've got several uh, workshops on capital, which is very important, how to fund and how to make sure mm-hmm. you have to get buried in the process, um, and there's one specific, Sarah McConnell, preparing to fund your business, and it's a complicated issue. It's also complicated, uh, I found that out myself, what kind of structure, you, what legal structure you want to have your business be in, and that's, that's a big decision. You need to understand what LLC is, what sole proprietor, because it's got a lot of ramifications and benefits. Going down the going down the pike. Exactly, exactly, and we've seen that too. We've we've seen it with people applying for funding or startup funding um, through the pandemic as they were starting their businesses, and of course, we've unfortunately had to experience that this summer as so many businesses um, were impacted by the the summer flooding. Um, and I, I want to say these workshops really came together because of. One, the community navigators and our work one-on-one with business owners and what we were hearing about their needs. And we've also, um, two of the partners in community navigator pilot program, the Vermont Professionals of Color Network and Main Street Alliance, conducted a statewide survey and also hosted listening sessions. Um, That report is just about to be released about the needs um, and barriers that small businesses face, especially those who are who identify as BIPOC or women um, or represent the LGBTQ plus communities or veterans or living in rural communities. So all of these topics came from, came from that community navigator collaborative and, um, and from business owners themselves. Um, and in some cases, we also had a we had an open call for workshop ideas, and a few of them, um, a few of our presenters stepped forward and said, "Hey, I, I'm willing to present this and share my expertise too." Uh, so we've got only just got a few minutes left, Sarah. Do you want to encourage folks to attend and tell them um, what you see the day as and what a, what a benefit it will be to to them and to note that it is free, so they should come. And mm-hmm. you have to register in advance. Yes, we are asking folks to register in advance just so that we have enough lunch for everybody because um, we are going to have um, just a light morning breakfast and lunch available um, in the dining hall at Vermont State University. 
And what I would say is that this event is really geared toward the small businesses who have always had to twist and turn the information that they get from online resources or bigger conferences to work for them, right? These workshops, our speakers are going to speak to you, the very small business owner, um, and so that you can take action on what you're learning. We also want to build community between business owners and between business owners and the service providers who are going to be there um, to share what they have that can help folks grow um, and even start a business. We welcome people who have ideas to to start businesses. Um, So this really will be a place where people can feel like they're not in business by themselves, right? Mm -hmm. You may be in business for yourself, but we don't want you to be in business by yourself, that there's this whole network of support out there, and you can um, come connect with it on September 30th. That's great. And Sarah, quickly, because we have to take a break and, and end the show, um, what is the website that where they could find the, the list of topics and, and stuff about the um, conference? Sure. So it's on the Vermont Small Business Development Center's website. It's vtsbdc.org slash north dash by dash northeast. Okay, Sarah, I can't thank you enough for coming on. I love this conference. It's And the numbers of small businesses, I'm still boggled by that. It's just so many people. No wonder we're a state known for entrepreneurship. It's great. Um, so thank you for doing this. I'm sure that will be greatly appreciated, and you'll have a good attendance. Um, this is Pat McDonald, your host for Vermont Viewpoint. Stay tuned for Tracy Lewis, who's going to talk about the Barry Partnership, the Barry Heritage Festival. See you in a minute. Hi there, folks. It's Pat McDonald, your host for Vermont Viewpoint on WDEV. Joining me for the next half hour is Tracy Lewis, who's the executive director of the Barry Partnership, and she's been working just a little hard on putting together the Barry Heritage Festival, um, and she'll tell us a little bit about the history, um, but also the dates have changed. It is actually on as we speak. It's September 20th to the 23rd. I'm going to make it home just in time for the last two days. So, Tracy, welcome to the show. You haven't been on in a little while. Hi, Pat. Good morning. Good morning. Nice to uh, see. When, when did you start working on this thing, like the day after the last one? I mean, gosh, Tracy. <laughs> I usually start working on uh, the festival in January. So it's been a it's been a nine-month um, planning event. It was supposed to originally happen at the end of July, but because right. we uh, went through some flooding here in downtown Barrie, we, we rescheduled it, and it's this week. Yeah, it, it's going on now, right? It started on the 20th. So, um, yep, it was I'm the coming kickoff home day. tomorrow, and I'm going to be in downtown Barrie. Um, so I guess, Tracy, this, these, uh, these dates are working, and I was, I'm glad to hear that because what's funny is when you go, not so funny, when you go through the town, it looks good. But when you take a careful look behind the scenes, yeah, people are still struggling. The houses down on the... Uh, on the, the lower side, they're going towards Berlin. 
um, it's it's still a work in progress. Yes, our north end was hit really hard. Uh, businesses, residents, um, the streets themselves were were damaged very bad during the flooding, and so that was one of the main reasons why we postponed and rescheduled the Heritage Festival. We didn't want to really throw a celebration when um, so many businesses and residents were uh, trying to get their business back open and residents were um, without homes. So postponing it seemed like the right thing to do. Um, And after a couple months of tireless work, we're ready to celebrate Barry getting through yet another tough time. Yeah, Barry strong for sure. Um, I read somewhere where because people are normally used to it being in July that there were several folks that just couldn't participate, so you were scrambling a little to fill their spaces. Um, cause, but you have done an amazing job, and I wish I would hope you would kind of go through all of this with us. Um, I, I have to say... Who helps you put put together the the electricity that uh, and the lighting that every booth needs? I mean, it's the detail of this is what'll kill you. Um, but it, it's so important to each of the individuals, the bands, what they need from a uh, power perspective. I mean, who does all that? That would be me. I'm a one <laughs> I'm a one man show here. Um, oh, Tracy, or one woman show, I guess. Um, but yeah, I I you know work with amazing people that really they understand that I'm one person and I'm doing it all. Um, we're able to because of sponsorship of the event. I hire MSR Sound, so he's my sound guy for the weekend, and he'll work with all the bands setting up their their sound systems and then um i am really good friends with renita marshall of the renita marshall helping hands and um she is the mc for the weekend so she'll be there announcing all of the bands she's funny she's witty she keeps the the um crowd entertained between the sets and um i really was thankful to pick her up last year um, because that's one thing that is huge um, to be announcing and and because I'm running around doing all the behind the scenes things um, it's it's good to have someone like Renita up on the stage that's great now who is who is she her name sadly doesn't ring a bell who is she and what is her company Renita Marshall Helping Hands Foundation um she created this company, um, this this nonprofit organization, a few years ago, um, and they originally started out raising money to give to kids in the Barry community, you know, presents when they um, their families couldn't afford presents. They she helps with back to school supplies, and um, she has really grown that that nonprofit organization and um, she's even tonight adding um, have inviting kids to bring their bikes, their scooters, their skateboards to the concert in Courier Park where she will have decorations for their bikes and then um, cool. they all the kids that decorate their bikes and 
scooters will be invited to be in the parade with her organization on on Saturday. Oh, nice! I I remember as a kid we used to have a contest every year, and my father worked so hard on decorating. I was supposed to do it, but you know how that is. Um, uh, that's just so much fun. The kids will love that. So let's yeah. let's. I know I know the twentieth is uh, already gone by, um, but maybe give a little um, overview of what what happened yesterday, and then we can focus on today and the rest of the weekend. Sure. So uh, the Berry Heritage Festival and Homecoming Days, uh, the festival actually kicks off on Friday afternoon. That's when the activities ah. in the streets start to close down, the vendors start coming. But the Homecoming Days are Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And so there's different events happening throughout the downtown on these days. Um we have tours at the History Center, um, the Granite Museum, Lenny's Outlet Tent Sale is a huge, huge part of the Heritage Festival. The Berry Opera House is doing tours, Rock of Ages. Um, Studio Place Arts has um, some tours there as well, um, different gallery showings there on their main floor, second floor, and third floor. Uh, we have our food truck night, which is um, our second to last night. We have concerts tonight in Courier Park. Allie Tarwater will be there uh, with her band Rootbound. And um, then immediately after that, there is a movie night in the park put on by Our House. Um, they'll be showing Matilda. Uh, meet the author, Stephen Clark, at uh, Next Chapter Bookstore this evening at 6.30. And then um, one thing that typically happens on Thursdays during Heritage Festival is the La Soiree Sucre, which is um, a French heritage uh, event where you get to try very tasty uh, French-Canadian desserts. And there's a contest, and we have music, and it's just a beautiful night. But because of the flooding um, and the old labor hall not being able to be ready, um, that event is not happening this year. An event that's happening instead, because of the flood, is the Rock City Flood Relief Concert and Dance Party. That's at 7.30 tonight at the Elks. And all money um, that is raised there will go to the Berry Community Relief Fund, um, which was a relief fund that was um, put together post flood um, to help uh, bury businesses and residents in their flood recovery needs. So that's happening today. And then Friday, a lot of more of the same kind of things, um, but added, more added. So from 9 to 5 at the Aldrich Library is the annual book sale. Uh, the 64th annual Palatier Art Show is happening at the Aldrich Library tomorrow as well. Again, tours at the Vermont History Center, the Vermont Granite Museum, Lenny's Tent Sale, Opera House Tours, Rock of Ages Sided Tours, Studio Place Arts is still open. Um, and then at 4 p.m. is when the festival activities kick off. Streets will be shut down, Washington Street and Church Street, all around um, City Hall Park. 4 o'clock is when Jazzercise, from the Berry Jazzercise Center, gets on stage, and they kick off the festivities with an upbeat uh, class, and people are welcome to join it. And then um, there's Jacob Green, the one-man band, 
will be the first music performer at City Hall Park. And then um, the Messengers are after him. And then we have a Cirque de Fugo fire show behind the stage in City Hall Park. And then Legend is our uh, Friday night headliner, and they're from 9 to 10.30. And then, of course, there's music over down at the quarry. There's music at Ladder One. There's music at Gusto's. Um, so all all of the events that are happening in, here and around in Barrie, I try to put together and showcase them as events that people can go to that are here visiting. That's Saturday cool. is when the um, – Saturday is the day – to be. So um, the 38th annual Berry Rotary Breakfast is 7.30 to 10 on the Aldrich Public, Public Library lawn. Um, tickets are available at Quality Market and the Aldrich Library or from any Berry Rotarian. I believe they're $10 um, in advance and 12 at the door. Then again, the annual book sale, the Palatiers Art Show, the 10th annual Ladies Ride for Breast Cancer is happening on Saturday at Gusto's. This is their final ride. Um, there'll be registrations at 10, kickstands up at, or registration at 8, kickstands up at 10, and they are going to be back at Gusto's after their ride, and um, they will be having meals and entertainment throughout the day. Um, and then in City Hall Park at nine at eight thirty, you you'll be able to take a class of yoga with Rooted Yoga, and then vendors and sidewalk sales pop up beginning at nine a.m. And then we've got wildlife entertainment and the Kids Zone entertainment on Main Street. We've got Green Mountain Swing on City uh, City Hall Park stage in the morning. Um, now, you you explained something I hadn't heard before. Homecoming days, Tracy, are from the 20th to Friday, and then Friday to Sunday is sort of the Heritage Festival itself, correct? Friday to Saturday evening. Okay. Um, we don't have any activities happening on, on okay. Sunday. Oh, okay, cool. Just got a lot of cleanup. Um, so yes. let's go back to that uh, the, the tractor pull. Because um, I remember whenever we would eat breakfast, we'd have to eat it quickly so we could go watch the tractor pull. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, for people listening, that is one heck of a breakfast, and people work really hard um, to provide it for you. So I would suggest you check out the, the Barry Rotary breakfast because it's excellent. Just a little. And it's a fundraiser for the Aldrich Library. It's it's uh, what the Rotary does to help uh, raise money for the. For the library, and right. with that um, breakfast, I think they they raised thousands of dollars to oh, donate to oh, the Aldrich Library. Waiting, yep, it's great. It's the place to be on a, on the, that morning on Saturday because you see everybody you know. You can't hide in Barry, that's for sure. Um, that's for so, sure. so is anything taking its place? Did I read something about a tub, something or other somewhere? Um. We've had tub races in the past. That's another one that couldn't um, couldn't make it on this year's oh. schedule because of the reschedule. Right. Well, that's okay. You've got more stuff. If people aren't happy, they should check out this list here. 
Yeah, we so, do have a couple new things. Um, we have game shows being put on by the Big Guy Entertainment. There's two shows on Saturday right on Main Street at 11 and 2.30. And then another new thing that is happening this year is Green Mountain Wrestling is bringing a live wrestling match right on Main Street in Barrie as well. Oh, that now that will attract everybody. That's really cool. That's great. So uh, we need to support these folks. They're new, and we need to have them come back year after year. So go down and uh, and help celebrate. And the parade. When is that? That's Saturday. When is the parade? Saturday. The parade is at one a.m. Uh, not one a.m. One p.m. Okay. So one p.m. is the parade. It starts at the odd and comes right yeah. down the hills, right through town. I love that parade. It's the same thing. You see everybody you know, and everybody's yelling hi, hi, back and forth, and running back and forth, giving hugs. It's it's really cool. I it know. is. It's amazing. And I think Orca uh, used to, uh, or must probably is uh, Tony Campos's group that does the live, the live coverage of the parade. I don't know if they're doing that this year, but that's kind of fun too. Uh, yeah. And somebody who used to do that was. It, it was Cody Campos and um, I want to say Nancy something, but I can't remember her last well, name right now. He was a, a fixture in Barry for a, a million years and uh, did the show with uh, with Tony's cooking show with Tony, and she was great. I just blanked. I uh, can't remember if Tony's on, listening. He should call in 244-1777 and let us remember her name. So that's that back to that 80... Um, we were just talking about a conference down at um, for the SBA. They had something for 80 year for when you're 81 and what the future is going to look like. And I said, "Well, I'm 80. That's a year from now." So I don't know. But anyway, right. and so does does it end? It just it ends on with fireworks on Saturday night, correct? Fireworks are at 9:15 on Saturday night, and then we have our headlining band Saturday night after the fireworks, and that's 90 proof. They'll be on City Hall Park stage, and right before the fireworks is uh, Native Tongue. So, uh, somebody just called and said it was Carol Day we were talking about, and that is correct. Thank you, whoever the caller Okay, okay, Carol. I'm going to put that in my brain and save it. Carol is an amazing woman, so... um, Oh, that's thank you. That was great that she that he called in. Um, anyway, so we got the fireworks. Where are they shooting them off from? Do they do that from the the history center, correct? Or the historical society? The historical yeah. society. They, yeah, they are very um, very nice in letting us light off the fireworks right from um, the historical society. We um, work with North Star Fireworks and have a um, low flying fireworks show so they don't go too high so the people right here in downtown um, can see them all. Yep, right. We found, I'm not going to say where because people will come take our spot, but we found a place one year, Bruce and I and the dog, who loves fireworks, one of the strangest dogs you'd ever meet, she loves fireworks, so she sits on the front um, with us and just watches them. But where we found to sit, these things just about went off in our face. It was so exciting. I was just screaming my head off. Very attractive. <clears throat> but they, you do put on a beautiful, a beautiful show. It's a great firework um, display. 
So, all right, we've got just a few minutes, um, Tracy. Um, you talked about the new things that are here. There's, is, is Danny coming back with his? Um, I didn't. You didn't mention Danny. Um, what is the name of his band? Uh oh, blank. Um, I think I have to quit talking on radio. Live radio is bad. If you Danny. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I know what he does in real life for his. For, but anyway, he's always there. But he's uh, he has some great lineups. They're, they're, we are so lucky in this state to have the talent that we have in e- in every form of artwork, whether it be music or plays or um, just anything. I mean, we're just so fortunate. You turn around any place you go, um, and there's something wonderful happening in this state. Um, so I'm glad you worked so hard to bring us another great uh, Barry Heritage Festival. Do well, we have uh, some of our elected officials there um, walking around and saying hi? And I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure they'll be out and about walking around downtown. Yep, well, we got the, uh, the lieutenant governor handing out carrots again. I got a big kick out of that. <laughs> he, uh, he handed out, in one of the parades, he handed out carrots uh, from his farm, which I just thought was, was really cool. Better than some of the candy. I'm sure the, I don't know if the kids were happy, but... Mom should have been happy that it was carrots instead of candy. Um, right. But I thought that was cool. So, do, do you have what I'm? Other than somebody's cell phone, do you have a list around of what's happening, uh, like a, a bulletin board of some kind, so people can check out what's happening where? Because there's a lot of venue places that that's uh, participating. Um, you know, places. Yeah. So we have it. We've posted it on all of our social media pages. We have the full event schedule with full details on our website. The Times Argus also has printed um, the full schedule of events this week as well as the World newspaper. So either of those newspapers, um, grab them this week and you'll find the full schedule. Excellent. Tracy, I'm so glad you could come on because uh, this this is an important event, but it's also such an important time to come see our neighbors, make, check in with them, make sure they're okay, give them a hug, um, just say things will get better. We're Vermont strong and Barry strong, and um, we'll get through this. It'll be okay. So yeah. thank you very much. This is uh, Pat McDonald, your host for Vermont Viewpoint on WDEV. Joining me next for the next hour is Bob Nelson who has had first-hand experience with flooding and mud. And Bob will talk about his experience, and um, he's open for business. I was just in there the other day. What an amazing... I love hardware stores anyway, so this was an amazing adventure yesterday. We'll be right back with you. This is Tom McDonald, as I said, with Vermont Viewpoint. (music) 